If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Another beautiful day here in the heartland. Reporting on the news of all the changes in healthcare and insurance and an awful lot of things and it's been in the news because they finalized the rates and a lot of folks are up in arms as they are getting their renewal increases especially those in the individual market and we're going to spend some time this week taking a look at some of the changes that are that are happening in the insurance industry and we're going to be looking at how it applies to in particular groups group benefits which is where the majority of folks get their insurance. Uh, We'll spend some time talking about the challenges in the individual market, but we want to spend some time talking about some strategies for groups to contain these costs, which are going up for them as well. Not nearly as bad as the individual market, but it still is having a a large impact on them. And we're going to be joined uh, a little bit later to talk about some issues with uh, workers' compensation as well, which is another issue that affects uh, small and mid-sized and even large businesses quite a bit, but joined right now by Howard Shandell. Howard is the president and general partner of Midwest Benefit Advisors, and they've got a spectrum of solutions for organizations uh, here in the Midwest and and across the country uh, as it relates to some strategies for containing costs for for employers. And Howard, thanks so much for coming on the show. How are you doing today? I am doing great. Thanks for having me. uh, As you said, it is another beautiful day here. when it's almost Halloween. I know. I can't believe it. Got my leaves almost taken care of, but uh, <laughs> there's probably going to be some more coming here in the next several days. But can you uh, tell the listeners a little bit about what you guys do at Midwest Benefit Advisors? And then uh, I'm interested in some of your thoughts on kind of the volatility in the marketplace right now. Well, Midwest Benefit Advisors is a uh, benefit consulting company, and uh, our, our focus is really small, medium, and uh, uh, maybe the mid-market size employer. Um, and we provide, uh, you know, a variety of solutions that are quite unique, uh, mm-hmm. we think, in the marketplace. Right, and that's where we're going to spend some time talking about a couple of those, which I'm really excited about because they're really important uh, when when you look at strategies to contain costs. And we're going to be talking about more, more solutions for self-insured employers, wouldn't you say? Yeah, um, you know, depending on your size, and if I, I if I would say that if you have a hundred employees on your plan, uh, self funded is is something that you should seriously consider. Right. You know, the why is that? Well, the mathematics plays out. You know, in in the commercial health market, it's they're bloated. Um, you know, the carriers are going to be a lot more conservative. They got a lot more risk on the line. And they have to pay for that risk. Right. So let's talk a little bit about that because we're, we're seeing some of that in the fully insured marketplace uh, because of the, the challenges with the exchanges, right? How, how, are, how are the carriers reacting? Well, the, the exchanges is, is, is really more impactful in the individual health market. 
And uh, as you read the paper, that's what's blowing up. You know, you see Blue Cross, you know, uh, raising their rates close to 40 percent, limiting the plans that they're offering, uh, jumping out of the marketplace for 2017. So uh, that's a a pretty good description of what's happening. Yeah. And how how does that affect some of these smaller groups? Well, if uh, the group plan, whether you're small or large, uh, really is, is a lot more stable. That market is a lot more stable. Okay. So they're not getting hammered with rate increases as bad? Not as bad, uh, but rate increases are unavoidable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you, if you have a, a small group and, you know, even if you have a couple hundred thousand dollar in annual premium, one or two claims and you're upside down. Mm. So it's a challenge. Right, right. So what are some of the uh, ideas that we can share with the audience? You know, that's the purpose of the show, America's Healthcare Challenge, identifying some of the challenges out there. Uh, in healthcare, as it affects businesses and individuals, uh, but then also proposing some ideas and solutions out there. Uh, one of them is care coordination, right? And that's right. what we're going to spend some time talking about here today. Yeah, care coordination um, might be a really popular buzzword, uh, but this the statistics, the data shows uh, that it has a positive effect. So here, if I can just throw out a few stats, sure. If, you know, so there's been some studies done and and this is all validated uh, information. So what we find is 33% of patients are never given post-discharge instructions. Mm. Okay. 24% of all doctor services are uh, duplicated. 61% of self-referrals result in a 33% higher cost and a lot of unnecessary tests. And then 44% people just kind of give up. Because it's a complicated system, is it not? Sure. Oh, it's very complicated, it, incredibly complicated, and and massive in scale. So, what would be some uh, so, some of the uh, examples of, of what a good care coordination program could do to address these challenges? So, what you do is you the idea is that you use care coordination and care coordinators as the centerpiece of your health plan. You know, because the system is so fragmented, and look with. The advent of of, uh, Google, Mm -hmm. Um, people are a lot smarter. There's a lot more information out there. And we do research, and maybe we bypass necessary steps and go maybe right to the specialist when we just needed to see our primary care doc. Mm -hmm. So the idea with care coordination is that the plan member is going to have one number to call, just one. That's it. Mm -hmm. If I look on the back of my Blue, Blue Cross card, I have seven numbers. So we want to simplify it. So now the idea is to teach those plan members to reach out to the care coordinator and help them through the process. So, so and, and the care coordinator will address all issues. They'll resolve all problems. They have access to all information in front of them. So the whole idea is there's a, the data is integrated. So when I call as a plan member, and maybe I just want to see if that specialist is in the network, and the, and the coordinator will say, Howard, I see here you don't have a primary care doc. Uh, is it possible we can uh, help you locate one in the network? Maybe I can arrange an appointment for you. And if you need transportation, we can certainly arrange that as well. Well, that, that's a really interesting point uh, because we just had a conversation, Matt, uh, about this, uh, the difficulties of gaining a um, you know getting a primary care physician because you don't even know where to start. That's something unique that they could they could provide that help. Well, you know, primary care docs have taken a bad rap. 
You know, we think, eh, why don't we need them? We'll just go right to the specialist, right to my internist, right, you know. Uh, but actually, they should really be thought of as the quarterback of, of your healthcare journey to help guide you whether you need a specialist or, you know, what you thought was uh, chest pains was maybe just heartburn. Mm-hmm. Which happens quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah. 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 So instead of seeing my primary doc, I'm running out to see a cardiologist who runs $6,000 worth of tests and decided, oh, you got acid reflux. You just need some Zantac. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, but that's, th- those are some of the reasons why um, there are just extra costs in the system and, and why it's so hard for us to contain costs unless we can change behavior and utilize strategies right, like this. Right, behavior. That's, that's a key. And it's not that it's bad behavior. It's just the behavior we know. Nobody knows any better. No. And we're, all, we're out there by ourselves. And it is quite a, a difficult maze to navigate. So what are some of the other things that uh, a care coordinator could do? You mentioned earlier um, it was called post-discharge. There weren't – could they provide that help? So, so, yeah, so what we found is, is one is, you know, you're going to teach and educate your plan member to reach out to the care coordinator and let them be your, your health care warrior, if you will, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, and let them help you start the process. You know, before you're, you know, halfway into it. So is it is this being used a lot or? Uh, more and more. We, uh, we, we have a, a kind of a, you know, an interesting solution where we have have care coordination as the centerpiece. And we've built the best-in-class components that go with it from the claims processing and the utilization and disease management and the pharmacy piece and the wellness and biometrics and the reinsurance piece. And so you have the best in class and it's all put together where the care coordinator is the central point of contact. And all the data, everything's integrated. So when I call, they know whether I missed a refill on my prescription. They know whether I went and saw a doc or not. They know everything about me. They know benefits, eligibility. So so now it gives that care coordinator the ability to help in real time. And then if I'm on the phone and seeing if a, a doc's in the network, they'll see that, you know, I didn't refill my last prescription. So they'll want to reach out to me and say, why? And in this system, there's RNs that I could pull into the conversation with the stroke of a button. And now that nurse is talking to me about, well, why aren't you taking your medication? Mm-hmm. Was there a problem? You know, was it keeping you up at night? I couldn't eat. You know, let me reach out to your provider and see how we can uh, fix that. How often is it that people just simply don't take their medication? That has to be quite a bit. Oh, I'm sure it's a lot, you know, and, and they'll stop taking it. Then they'll see a new doctor with a new set of prescriptions without that doc knowing what you did, you know, previously. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting stuff. It is. It's complicated, you know. I mean, it, it really is. Seeking medical care is complicated. Then you have the health insurance piece, which is equally as complicated. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, um, how about we uh, we take a time out? We've got a caller on the line. Uh, please hold, if you will. If you'd also like to join the conversation, 402-342-1290. Uh, Dennis, we'll get to you at the top of the next segment with Howard Shandell, president of Midwest Benefit Advisors. This is Sean McGuire. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge. And you can check out our show's Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. 
we'll put this segment up there. And uh, I just posted our greatest hits recently, which is uh, some of the best segments of our nearly five years of doing this show. We'll be right back. Affordable. Affordable. There's a reason. Affordable. 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 